podcast. This is the official podcast of r slash huge chonkers. R slash heckin' chonkers, big chungus. I'm the admin of r slash big chungus. Uh, I'm the admin of r slash wholesome Keanu. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're listening to... to <laughs> you're listening to a podcast right now. Whole, wholesome homestuck memes. That sounds like shit. I, that I sounds hate horrible. Of, I hate all of those wholesome meme account things. I like I, I I don't know why I hate them so much. I have this irrational hatred of them. They piss me off. It's lame. Why why is okay. I, I feel like we've established this trend where we talk about something we hate. Like at least once per episode. <laughs> and it's always something I mean, stupid. Yeah, it, yeah, it's really stupid. Uh hmm. What, what do I hate? <laughs> it's something really dumb that you hate. Uh, hmm. Let me look around my room to get inspiration for what I hate. Uh, why would you, why would you have something you hate in your room? I I hate Nagito Komeda, Nagata oh. Komata. Oh. Uh. Do you want to tell the you want to tell the 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 listeners about your Nagata Komata figure? Okay. That you spent like a thousand dollars on. Okay. Okay. Just 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 so we're clear, listeners. I'm I I'm not like wallowing in money. Uh I I'm also not the type of person to like buy like expensive weeaboo merch imported directly from Japan. Please continue to explain. But I went I went to my local uh I I want to call it an anime shop but they also sell like Marvel stuff. It the name of the store is Pop Culture. Which is kind of kind of weird, champ. But uh, hobby store, whatever. Sure, uh. sure. Uh, previously, I had bought a a Gundam from there, just a cheap like ten dollar Gundam. Uh, and then and then one day I come in and I'm looking at the 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 big expensive uh case because I I like to imagine that I'm wealthy and can afford things that I don't need. Uh, and I I, I see this Komeda figure. And also, they had the they had it, it, it's a set. It's like there's a Komeda one, and then there's uh oh god, his name is leaving me. Hinata. Hinata, yeah. Uh, and I fucking hate Super Danganronpa too. Bro, come on, come on, it's the best one. Come on. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and they're they're like on cubes. They're cool figures. They're they're not really figures. They're just statues. Uh, mm. and they're really cool. But but they were like. $110 a piece. And I was like, dang. I want Kameda. <laughs> and I didn't buy him at that point. Uh, but I but I, I, I started, like, saving up money. Not with the intention of, like, buying it. But just to, like, save up money. To try to mm-hmm. be, like, an adult. But, but then, like, one day I went back to that store. And then he was still there after, like, so many months. And I was like, I have just enough money for this. <laughs> And you're power tripping. I, yeah, I was. I I was. Uh, my cousin was was with me. I turned to her. I was like, "Should I buy this?" And she was like, "John, if if you want to buy it, buy it." I, and I was like, "I might buy it," but then I, I I like went through the whole like ah I shouldn't buy it all that. And we left the store and we got back to the car and I was like sitting there and I was like <laughs> I was like gripping my knees really hard and she she like turned to me and she's like, "John, do you want to buy it?" And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> And she was like, "Just go buy it. Just, just, just go do it." 
And so I went in, uh, I, I, I requested the worker to get him out of the cabinet, and the, I, I said him by name. I was like, can I get Komeda out of the cabinet? And the person just looked at me, just like, like they obviously did not know what I was talking about. Did not know, okay. Yeah. Uh, and they come over, and they get him out, and they're like, oh, you mean this guy? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, we were wondering when, when someone was going to eventually buy him because we were tired of seeing him. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, the, the, the two workers there congratulated me in buying him and, and said multiple times how glad they were to see him go. And, Wretched man. And uh, that was like one of the last times I went in that store. I popped in a few other times to see if anybody bought the Hanada. Uh, mm-hmm. But nobody bought him up until like like two months ago somebody bought him in the middle of quarantine like it was an essential purchase yeah but somewhere out there someone has hinata uh i will find them one day and shake their hand uh, <laughs> your soulmate yeah uh so that's the, that's that's my really long story about how i bought komeda for 110 dollars. i think that's a really good cold open um uh, i also hate it yeah, it's really bad. I I, <laughs> I, I I have him directly next to uh a Bionicle and uh Josuke from JoJo Part Four. Uh what? What? You cut out for what? a second. No, I I didn't cut out. Oh. I just I just kind of made a noise because oh. you pronounced it like Josuke, like you were like like J A H, like Jawcoin. <laughs> I was, I don't think that's how that character's name is pronounced, but I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could have just said Jaw. You, you, you went straight to Jaw Coin. <laughs> I will open well, Jaw Coin Miner right now. <laughs> you made all your money to buy Komeda off Jaw Coin Miner. <laughs> That's the story. Um, okay, <laughs> okay. Taking us back down to the ground for a second. Um, or for an hour or however long. Do you want to talk about uh? The reason that we are we have gathered here today uh, uh, to record our, our podcast about Homestuck. Oh, are we recording a podcast about Homestuck? I think we are. I mean, I could just be in my closet, have Audacity open on my thought, laptop for, I, like, no reason. I thought we but... were doing the patriotism episode today. Oh, I... <laughs> Fuck America, the... <laughs> It's the 4th of July. It's stupid. Uh, I don't like it. Fuck off. Uh, we... we uh, all I want is a recreation of the four kids... Uh, national anthem thing, but but with like Octopimp doing Homestuck characters. That's all I want. Oh. That'd be great, Octopimp. Oh. If you're listening, uh, do it. I think your fear is late to that. No, I I mean, he still he still exists. It's not like he's dead. Yeah. He works with like Arc System Works and stuff now. Like uh, I don't know if he still does the funny Homestuck YouTube voiceover thing. He he doesn't, but he still tweets about Homestuck every now and again. All right, that's pretty cool. Uh, where, <laughs> where are we? What's um, happening? We're on page nineteen thirty four, uh, where we just left off. We, now, but before we, uh, you bring up Octopimp, maybe realize that like the all of like the classic like YouTube Homestuck comic dubs are like about to be relevant because this is our last episode before Hive Bent. Nightmare. Uh, it's about to get a. Uh, it's about to get gray and orange around here. It's gonna get wacky uh, real fast. Yeah. Uh, but we got a we got a little bit of Act Four to go through. I mean, I mean a very little bit of Act Four to get through before we get to the trolls. 
do you, do you want to just go right ahead? Uh, we can just hop on in. Yeah, there's nothing stopping us. Okay. Um. So we left off last time after the greatest flash in the entire comic on perhaps the entire internet. Uh, with uh, Hussey faking us out. Uh, with the, the fake end of Act Four. Uh, in reality, there's like four pester logs, and then Act Four ends. So let, let's get to those real quick. So. The, before before we get into descend, um, Dave, Jade, and Rose kind of get pestered by their uh, corresponding. I, I people call them patron trolls. Um, this is this is a term that we're about to get into a bit more. Where uh, I, I where does the term patron troll originate? Is that a fan thing or is that actually like um was it used in the it, comic? It was originally a a fan thing, uh, but. Okay, well, first of all, Tevros is not the patron troll of Jade. That's a that's a misconception. Uh, Oops. Uh, her patron troll is actually Karkat. Uh, Karkat is also, like, John's patron troll. No, 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 no. I was thinking, it, it, so far, so far, but you're right, you're right. I, th- I think the whole patronage thing comes in, like, Act 5, Act 2, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh. I I I'm pretty sure that it's just a, a fandom thing. It was it was brought up in Homestuck too, like actually like canonized as referring to them as patrons. Hmm. But uh yeah, there's like a like uh like how the fandom like for a while was like, Oh, this is how you find your patron troll and it's just like the Zodiac, but when in reality like to find actually find your patron troll there's like a math to it. I mean it's easier to do the Zodiac thing, and also I did the calculator one time for the real one, and I got Gamzee, so I choose to believe it's not well, real. Well, you just have to suck it up. And, <laughs> no. And y- yes. Are no. you not down with the clown, Aiden? <laughs> Absolutely fucking Are you not that. down with the clown on this podcast? Uh, uh, Come on. Come on. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this back up when uh we're both miserable trying to read Gamzee's dialogue. That reminds next me. Week. That that reminds me about bringing something back up. I thought about it last night. Uh, uh, back in I want to say Act Three. Uh, yeah. whenever Jade was introduced, there was an eight ball, right? right. The, the 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 eight ball fiasco in, in which mm-hmm. you made me have a breakdown over <laughs> over Vriska. I was being a bit of a dick to be to be yeah, honest, yeah um, to be fair. To, well, I to you. I, I said I, I said I was going to bring it up again when it became relevant because I I wanted to like fully like point out what I was talking about. Uh-huh. Jade asks the eight ball if today is John's birthday, and if I remember correctly, it says maybe or something like that, like kind of like a yes and no kind of response. Uh, yeah. And and now now that we see that John is not birthed. He 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 was made in a lab. Uh that that's that's what I was alluding to back then. Damn, got him. Yeah, I wasn't trying to talk about Vriska, I was talking about the foreshadowing of it not being John's quote unquote birthday. Well, I'm I'm sorry for being an asshole. It's fine. It's fine. I don't forgive uh, you, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have we're gonna have a list of grudges by the end of this whole thing we're gonna read <laughs> off <laughs> last episode. Um, okay. Anyways, Dra- that, that- I'm drag- dragging us back into the reading for the fourth time, or fifth, or whatever. Uh, so, okay, so Dave is being, um, 
harangued by Terezi. I believe this is the first time that uh this Dave, um our our our, our normal timeline Dave has spoken to Terezi, correct? Uh uh oh. See, I ask you because the again the fucking search function on this website doesn't work. But all the document instances I could find of TG and GC on the same page were uh, Dave Sprite um, before this point. Maybe so. And also, and also, they're talking like they haven't. Also, he's talking like he hasn't talked to her before. Right, because he says you're the annoying blind one, aren't you? Yeah, it just made me do a double take because I was like, is this actually the first time that they've talked? Uh, because I'm not. I wasn't sure if I was remembering Dave Sprite logs or um, or or if I'm just going crazy. But yeah, we're gonna say this is the first time. This is the first time that this Dave encounters uh Terezi or talks to her. Yeah. Um, she comes on really strong here. What did you think? Uh, yeah. Uh, you, I, I the, the this this pester log really shows um, Terezi's fascination with blood. Yeah. Uh, she's she's really she's really on his case about his blood for like this entire thing. Mm-hmm. Uh. And I, I feel like that's mainly to function as, like, foreshadowing for, like, Act 5. Because, uh, you know, blood, blood's kind of important to trolls. Yeah. Just a, just a smidgen. Uh-huh. But, like, even beyond that, like, she's, like, poking at him. Uh, Like, I don't know. It, it, it feels to me like she's she's really trying hard to, like, get his attention. Yeah. Or, like, it, 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 it's... it's it, I don't know how to describe it besides it was like, whoa, Tracy coming on pretty strong here. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I When I was reading this, I kind of got reminded of how many people shipped Dave Rezzy. I was going to say that. And, yeah, uh, kind of a, <laughs> kind of a dated ship. It's, 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 it's a little antiquated. I, I don't, well, I don't know whether, it, well, yeah, it's a... Uh, Definitely like 2011, 2012 core. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Um, but after after seeing this, where Teresi's just like really just all over him, in like a, in like her kind of way, was like, whoa, okay, I remember that this pairing was pretty popular for a while, and I kind of I, I I see why it would garner attention very early on. Yeah. Um. What? Uh. Dave yeah. Dave, Dave kind of responds to all this by kind of defaulting to being a little ableist towards Terezi. I was going to say that the the latter half of this special log when he actually starts, like, poking back is him just, like, talking about how great it is to be able to see. It's crazy. Uh, which is, which is wild. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> see, in the context of the comic, I'm not that bothered by it, considering that Terezi is, like, one very happy with her like uh situation where she like smells and tastes yeah things but and also that she like baited John earlier into like that she there was the thing earlier with John yeah but also a little bit douchey of Dave <laughs> very very douchey of Dave yeah uh, to not have any prior context um being being a thirteen year old boy. Do better. Come um, on, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> no better. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. Was there anything... Uh... That was about it on this page. That I feel I feel like that's about it. 
Yeah, there's like one. There's like one thing that pops up like in the next one that we get, like the next one. But like, I don't think it's anything on this page besides them interacting. Yeah, I will note that um, Dave does start off saying like "fuck off," you're being annoying. Um, but uh, when we know that when Dave really doesn't want to talk to somebody, he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, considering the tavern special, like I like to put, I'm like, I'm, I'm like now putting every Dave interaction when he's pissed off with somebody. In context of the Tavros one where he says don't care and that just doesn't respond. Because I know that Dave has the capacity now to just ignore people. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of speaking of the don't care Professor Log, <sighs> it's it's it, right here on the next page. It's just right there. Yeah. <laughs> Great reminder. This pester log the next okay, the next pester log, um, next page, uh Tavros starts trolling Jade. Um, and this is, I, I, I was disturbed at this page because I found myself feeling a little bit, sympathizing a little bit with Tavros. Yeah. Um. It's okay to sympathize a little bit. Probably for good reason. Um, so, here, uh, this is a, this is like a weird interaction because we haven't had a, an interaction in like a good dozens if not hundreds of pages that hasn't been like really confrontational in some way. Yeah. Um, and it's just a good reminder. It, it, I like it when Jade talks. Um, and, uh, like, Tavros is the least confrontational troll we have seen, except for yeah. maybe Kanaya, but she's, like, weird. Um, but he is, he's, like, I was struggling to find, like, a motivation for why Tavros is talking to her here. Um... I think that he just wants to talk to someone who is nice to him, or and also he wants to just ask about like what it's like on the on Prospect. Yeah. Right now. Um. There's one comment in here. Well, he 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 asks about the the dream bot. Um, if she's if she's dreaming. Um. What's going on? Uh, he he. What's the, muses on? Uh, what what the point of them talk of to, what the point of the troll talking to the kids is, um, bemoans that uh everybody is meaner to him than he can be to them. Yeah. Um. Uh, he makes one comment in here about uh, the rift, which I, it, it, is this a thing that has brought up been mentioned before or, uh, am I. I, I, I want to say that it was, like, mentioned in passing before. Probably by Carcat? Maybe? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, uh, not, I'm not sure either, but... But it gets mentioned here twice in, like, in two pester logs here very uh, close to each other. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm running a search for the rift on, on the Homestuck search uh and the first instance of it in homestuck is 1903 okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go back and look at this yeah carcat does mention it on the page where uh john has just made all little babies uh i'm gonna, I'm gonna look for okay the rift yeah uh he... so so carcat says that he started trolling um john just at the end of uh of john's uh, of the, the timeline you can see, which is just before the rift, quote unquote. Yeah. 
Uh, and he doesn't really explain it, and John doesn't really question it. And it's not explained here either, and Jade doesn't really question it either. Well, Jade says, I know what you mean, um, which to another comment he made, but like that's the closest thing to acknowledgement of that comment. Yeah. So we have this new, another new concept introduced that is not this kind of there and glossed over. Um, but that's the only like plot relevant thing. The reason that I was sympathetic for Tavros here is one, you know, he's a little shit, but it, it's got to suck when only one person is ever nice to you. Yeah. And two, um, he makes a comment about uh. Like, the only time he ever really enjoyed playing the game was when he was dreaming. Yeah. Um, but he can't anymore because uh, the dream cells are dead. And the reason that this is really sympathetic is because Tavros is uh, paraplegic. Um, yeah. And he had, like, a he had functioning legs in on Prospect. Which, when I remembered that, I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunate. Un- unfortunate. Yeah, it, it, bad feel. Yeah. Uh, I feel a little bit bad for being so mean to this guy briefly. I mean... Um, uh, we're going into Act 5 <laughs> pretty soon. I'm sure that we'll 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 work up the hate again. Uh, but on this page and this page alone, I was like, oh, yeah. that kind of sucks. It's it's okay to be sympathetic to him sometimes. A little bit. Uh, but uh, another thing about this page, this this page really... I don't know I don't know if you felt it, but it it, it really did establish a sense of, like, foreboding. Uh, especially at the end, when, uh, when he asked about, he, he asked about the Dreambot, and we already know that, like, the Dreambot is going to explode at some point. At some point. And, and the way he just ends with, so enjoy your nap while it lasts, bye. It, yeah. It, it's kind of scary. Just a little bit. I, I, like, yeah, I, I can see that. Especially knowing what happens in, like, four pages. Yeah. Um, because it's just like the way he start, like the first thing he does is ask if the robot is nearby, and then yeah. the last thing he does is tell her to enjoy her nap while it lasts. <laughs> so, uh, if if I if 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 I had not known what were going to happen in four pages, I would be like, hmm, maybe robot going to blow up soon. Could it? It, it very well could. Who knows? Um. Maybe we'll find out. <laughs> um. The the next one we have is a uh, Rose gets trolled by Kanaya. Um, very not not a lot to say about this one. Yeah. Um, Rose is Rose's Rose's behavior is con- is is concerning. Yeah, she's a little off the rails. Just a, yeah, just a little bit. Um, I don't I, I I don't think that since uh the initial suburb setup has Rose told someone to fuck off because she's busy. And what she's just busy doing is just murdering things. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, Kanaya is, like, kind of poking at her, like, trying really hard to... I mean, well, not, like, really hard, but, like, trying to get her to converse, conversate. Um. And Rose just basically says, like, uh, fuck off, I don't care, I'm busy. Um. And shuts her down, which is like, yeah. Damn, whatever. Not a lot to say besides Rose's behavior is concerning. Yeah. Uh, next, the next one and the final one before the end of the act, um, is uh, we we go back to Dave and Teresi conversation, um, 
Therese just keeps on going. She's poking at him with the the is this you bit, um, where she just scri- the, the 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 scribbles and the tiny URL link. Um, it's 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 whatever. Uh, Dave inquires as to where Bro is. Um, Therese uh says um, you don't see him again between now and the rift. Uh, so another another uh allusion to the rift, um, and then says like sorry, and uh, Dave basically, D- Dave in in his in in a breakthrough moment says uh who cares like about time you give me some space, uh at which point I was like you go dude yeah fucking... big <laughs> moment go. proud of him yeah um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel a little bit vindicated now in the way that we were kind of talking about bro in that I felt like maybe we were taking it a little bit too seriously for the way it was written. Or yeah. Like, but this this is uh, a minor vindication in being like, hey, Dave, Dave, want, Dave recognizes that bro is kind of a shitty, shitty parent figure. Um... And then, at long last, we we hit the end of Act Four. Uh, S descend. Probably oh one of the more um, infamous uh, in, like flashes in the comic. Definitely the biggest one so far. Yeah. Um. In in his notes, Hussey describes it as like a mini cascade or like a precursor to cascade. And considering that this is like basically exactly at the halfway point in terms of pages to Cascade, I'm like, yeah, that that, that kind of makes some sense. Yeah. Uh, kind of fitting. Um, but yeah, I think this is like, this is definitely both the largest one in terms of like eclectic shit coming all from around to progress all the different story threads. Um, the. The scale of like the the visuals. Uh, I think this was the first one that had like a, an art team. Oh. Um. Like, cause uh, when you when you watch the Flash, there's all the different uh, there's like a ton of different uh, like cut-ins uh, and like flat like um, like different styled art and stuff. Yeah. Um. It's got a bunch of different credited artists on the credits page. Um. What the fuck is sitting out? They're fucking sitting. It's not even dark out. And they're sitting out fireworks. I hate this country. Let's go. Um, Let's go. <laughs> shut the fuck up. It's like it's not even dark out. I don't have to turn my lamp on yet. Um. <laughs> oh my god. I, why did we decide to record on the Fourth of July? I don't this know. Is my idea. We could have waited until tomorrow. This was my idea. Yeah. I think I just want to get out of the way. Yeah. Um. Oopsie. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Descend. Descend. A lot going on. So much going this, on. Yes. Um, the, it, it starts out, I, I'm probably going to miss something, so if I miss anything, uh, please call me out. Because okay, I, I, I watch, I watch these, like, in the flash, so I can't pause it. Okay, I, yeah, I, it, I, I like, have, I, I'm staring at my notes on it, so, like, if you miss something, I'll be like, I... <laughs> alright, alright, get my ass. Um, so it starts out, uh, showing... Flashing back to when Dave enters the medium, um, he gets he gets pecked off by by the by the Bert the crow sprite, uh, and 
it starts begins to fall to his death before um he's he's bailed out. Uh, bro comes riding in on a fucking meteor, um, slices it in half with his fucking sword, uh, and his bro's, um, like, rocket board comes down, swings down, picks up Dave before he can, uh, continue to follow his death. Um, so there's the, uh, embarrassing incident alluded to by Dave a couple pages ago and how bro bailed him out when entering the medium. Uh, turns out that Dave, all had Dave had to do was to wait for his entry item to hatch, because it's an egg, he didn't have to crack it or anything. Um, we see uh, Mom and Dad on the ship uh, entering Skya. Um, Mom's got a big old gun, Dad's got a cake. Uh, we On Skya, we see Jack Noir slaughtering the army led by WV. Um, he uses the, the ring to start doing some big deadly beam attack uh, with the big red, like, not like like the big red tentacle vein thingies. Yeah. Um, and he uses the the Black King's scepter to start the reckoning. Um, we, we go and we see, we, we flash into the temple with the meteor, the, the meteor with the temple um, that... AR is that that uh Asian AR is currently in, um, currently is a difficult term to use in this kind of comic, <laughs> uh, where um, this unit this this DD uh uses the code from the notebook um and the genetic code locked on from uh Hallie uh uh Sasker's dog together to ectobiologize what is a a baby Beck Beckworld, um, which immediately just starts going fucking crazy. Uh, there's electricity. There's radio. It's 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 going sicko mode. It's crazy. Um, uh, we go to the the flash kind of calms down for a second. Um, we go to uh Dream Jade on Prospect. Um, it uh it it pans around um we see the the white queen um and her ferocious uh waist <laughs> hip ratio don't um, get me started <laughs> i'm about to act up for real um and before bef- before you have any time to further contemplate the white queen's giant dump truck ass um <laughs> jack flies in uh and destroys prospect in a similar way to he uh, in the same way that he shred up the battlefield. Um, Prospect is just falling apart. It's on fire. Uh, the moon... The, the he, he breaks the chain between the planet and the moon. Um, and the moon starts to fall into the battlefield. Or into Skya. Uh, Jack uh, takes a detour. Um, and he goes to fight Bro on the Land of Heat and Clockwork. Um... I, this is another moment where I'm like, damn, bro sucks, but, like, sometimes he's really fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, that he's, like, one, we've already seen him ride a meteor and slice it in half with a tiny little sword. Yeah. And two, he's, like, fighting the highest leveled, the highest leveled enemy in the game, uh, and he's holding the zone. Um, bro, uh, in what seems to be a desperate ploy, uh, thrusts his sword into the giant record they're fighting on. 
Um, and it cracks it open, uh, and it emits this, like, th this bright light, um, at which point it cuts away again. We go back to the, the Prospect Moon, uh, crashing into the battlefield. Um, Bro, you're, you're gonna skip over the Squiddles? Oh my god, I skipped over, okay, there you go. I, 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 I forgot to write down the Squiddles where I knew I was gonna miss it. Uh, there, there's a little, there's the Squiddles intermission, um, that's the Squiddles intermission. Uh, there you go. Um, the Squiddles intermission was a thing that got joked about a lot, uh, a, a while ago. Um, like, around when this was a thing, like, around, uh, 2009, 2010, 2011. Um, where Hussey would, like, I think he joked on his spring that, like, he was planning a Squiddles intermission with a, with a giant 48-player suburb session. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank God we never got that. No, we need it. Um, no, we don't. We really don't. Um, is the, am I misremembering, or is there an entire Squiddles album? Oh, yeah, there is. It's torture. Uh, <laughs> evil, evil. Um, no affront to whoever made it, I'm sure that, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's, it does what it's meant to do. Um, where are we? Uh, so, Squiddles intermission. Uh, we go back to the real shit, uh, the Prospect Moon is crashing into the battlefield um dream john has fallen out of the out of the tower uh and dream jade is desperately trying to wake him up um just throwing him around giving him some slaps uh but it's, it's just not working out uh dream jade in a, in a desperate ploy just f fucking swings him around like uh like bowser and super mario 64 out of the out, out of the impact crater of out, out of the impact zone of the moon um but not she, she does she does she does this too late and uh she's caught in the in the impact of the moon crashing into the battlefield um dream jade is killed uh and dream bot the dream bot back on earth uh explodes uh taking the entire wing of uh her house with it this sends uh, real jade plummeting to the earth below. The we go back to the lab that John's in. Um, the the babies are uh yanked by some force uh, onto the meteors that they'll be that that they'll be going to Earth on. Um, they're just kind of sitting on the meteors. They're just uh, chilling. Not, it's really funny. It's, <laughs> I, I it, it, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean that one where <laughs> it's really funny that that human infants are just sitting on top of meteors, entering Earth's atmosphere, and they're just fine. Uh, I like that. Um, we go to view the other players. Some of the players. Um, Dave enters his first gate. He flies right up on Unreal Air. Um, and Rose destroys her first gate with with magic. Uh, and the whole flash ends with like a closeout on uh, Becquerel, um, sitting on a hill overlooking the Frog Temple and Jade's freshly destroyed house. So that's us descend. Boy, um, uh, okay, okay. I I, I want to get this out of the way. Like unironically, like this is my favorite flash. Like I remember all the big flashes. This is my favorite one. Like I get it. Like more, more than Cascade, more, more than like the big ones that come down the line that you probably don't know about. 
Uh, I, uh, this flash really, like, uh, particularly the part where Prospect is falling to Skya and Jade is, like, desperately trying to wake up John. It, Mm -hmm. it really makes me feel an emotion that, like, nothing else in Homestuck does. It's very grand scale. Yeah. um, Like, personal there. Yeah. Uh, I I love the song. Uh, Toby Fox made this song really great. Uh, he sure did. He he sure did. Um, back in uh my my sophomore year of college, uh, I I took music appreciate music appreciation, and mm-hmm. uh one of our final projects we had to pick a song and like analyze it and like write like a like a two page paper about it. I mm-hmm. I wrote my paper about this song. Respect. Because it's it's insane. Like like all the light motifs that Toby uses throughout the song. It's yeah, like you get all the characters like motifs, don't you? Yeah, uh, it's so much. Like I think there's like twenty six different references to other songs. Jesus Christ! It's crazy. Shout out it, Toby. Yeah. Um, I remember Hussey at one point saying, uh, that like he he kind of makes the flashes around the songs, or like he did at one point at least. Yeah. Um, cause obviously, like, the, the stuff gets composed before, um, the flashes get made. Yeah. Uh, they, which, like, like, uh, we've seen a lot of, uh, we've seen a lot of, um, in the flashes before, uh, like, all the major end of act flashes have, like, musical cues and, like, timing and, like, it syncs up. Um, so that's, that's Hussey making his animation around the music. Yeah. And that's the same thing here. So I think it's kind of interesting that, like, Toby Fox kind of threw together this big amalgamation of different uh, different musical themes that have been in the comic already, or, like, that have even been in music that hasn't been used in the comic. Yeah. And that it, like, that all, that was the structure for wrapping up Act 4 in what is probably the best Flash so far. Yeah. Um... I'm just looking at the it, it again now. Um, at the the I was I was tempted to run on YouTube, and I just noticed that the in the final uh like backdrop uh, of of Beck on the Hill, you see the enormous meteor that yeah. that was that was shown. I think like back in Act Two or yeah like, uh, yeah Act Two that that is the extinction level event meteor that's going to wipe out all life on Earth. About to hit Jade's room. And Jade still hasn't entered the medium. This is concerning. Big, uh, big but, concern. Yeah. But no, this is this is a fantastic flash. Um I I like didn't feel as strongly with it as I did uh with like the end of Act 3 or the end of Act 2. Yeah. Um, but it's still really good. Um I understand. I, I kind of. I understand where you're coming from, though. Uh, it is. It is like just fucking amazing. Um, I'm trying to look at any. Think if there's any specifics of things here. Uh, this is our first like major. Like, I know that we said earlier that like the the Dave corpse is like kind of our first major character death, but like, and this is also kind of our first major character death where like Jade isn't even in the game and her dream self, like, has already, like, she's already 
sacrificed her dream self for another player. Yeah. And, uh, Which is, yeah. It, it kind of goes, it kind of goes back a little bit to the Tavros conversation, because there, there was, like, even more foreshadowing with the uh-huh. reveal that, uh, dream selves could die. Yeah. That's a huge, yeah. I mean, I mean, knowing that this comes, like, six, four or six pages after that, like, that's a huge wink-wink, nudge-nudge. Yeah. Like, hey, uh, <laughs> Dreambot's gonna blow up, because Dream Jade's gonna die. Um. But yeah, we got our, we got our first, uh, unique major character corpse. Unfortunate. Oh, and, uh, something we really didn't touch on back when, uh, John made the, made the babies. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's best to bring it up now, now that, uh, the babies have, the, the, the cycle has started for them. Uh, Locale, uh, Locale started in Dream Dave's room and ended mm-hmm. up with Baby Bro, which means the 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 cow that is like that that Dave grew up with was the one that started in his dream room, mm-hmm. which 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 begs the, which which opens up the question where where does Dream Cow come from? Yeah, I mean it's all yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I hate, I hate Cal. He's so bad. Um, Evil. Uh, I was gonna say, I was also gonna say, like, uh, it, a, a little bit disturbing that, um, the bunny, uh, is sub- subject to so much wear and tear, whereas Cal remains identical looking. Yeah. Throughout 13 years, throughout 13 years of, uh, of, of puppet. Although I guess Bro probably takes real good care of that puppet. Um, I don't know. I mean, um, I mean, it would be even more than thirteen years, because like it entered with with bro, and my time travel math is off. So bro, bro who yeah. knows how old bro is? I don't know. Probably in his twenties. Um, so like it's yeah, it's 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 probably somewhere between thirty and forty years old. Nightmare. Um, horrifically old puppet. Uh. Oh, um, uh, the, the, the little cow sapped all my energy to talk about this flag, <laughs> even though I really loved it. Um, the, this flash is probably the turning point for when, um, Homestuck gets very Beck-themed. Yes. Uh, cause we see what is presumably... Uh, spoilers definitely his his creation. Um, we it like the dog head is used as transitions. Uh, like like star white like Beck head wipes. Uh, and it the the flash closes on him. Um, so Beck is important a little bit. Uh, also the the gods of the furthest ring. Um presumably deemed the genetic code dangerous because it was going to lead to Beck existing. Yes. So we know that this, this dog has some consequences and uh, that that will manifest it within the next thousand pages. Um, I don't know if I have anything else to touch on here. Yeah, I, th- I think that about covers it. Yeah. Great Flash, that's about it. 
They really they gotta stop showing the queen the, the They gotta stop like that, dude. It's they got it's gotta stop, <laughs> bro. It's derailing this podcast. It's not okay. <laughs> I, 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 moving on. I'm not even gonna say anything else. Um yeah, end of act four. We made it. We did it. We yeah. But there's more. Um there's a there's a little bit more. <laughs> Uh, before before Act Five begins proper, this is like the this is the biggest chunk of pages that aren't part of any act. I think. Yeah. And I'm sure that there's some bullshit in Act Six, but there's a lot here. Yeah. Um. The I'm gonna I'm gonna check real quick. Uh, how how long of a gap there was between the end of Act Four and between the these interstitiary pages, uh, coming out. Let's let let's see. Descend. Just like fucking a million pages named Descend. Yeah. There was about a week uh, between... There were five days between S Descend and um, End of Act 4 being announced. And then the next couple pages were just kind of... All the next pages were just like five to ten a day uh, for a while. Okay. Okay. Up until six twelve, uh, which is when Act Five begins. <laughs> of course. Um. So the first thing after the end of Act the the the, the curtains close on Act Four is we get the final wrap up to Rose's Game Facts walkthrough. Um, this page is a little bit scary. Oh yeah. Um, Rose writes very straightforwardly. Uh about where she is and what she's doing um basically saying i give up i don't think that it's i don't think this game is fair um i don't think that we can win i believe the trolls and i believe the gods um i just blew up my first gate um and i'm gonna i'm gonna just wreck shit until i find answers uh which i didn't realize it until i just said it but i think part of the reason that this like bit this bit of text comes off so kind of like chilling is that we're used to rose we're not used to rose just being this straightforward and she's extremely straightforward here yeah um she and when you when you scroll down on the page it, it she says uh i've i've used magic to seal this seal this game facts walkthrough in a on a server with the on the on, in in the furthest ring with the elder gods which is kind of a funny concept yeah and then when you scroll down there here's here's her like cool like magic signature that's like glowy and shit and it's neat and then you scroll down some more and it goes like creepypasta mode <laughs> i don't know how else to describe it it goes zalga mode that that that's a better way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what there's to say about this besides I'm I'm scared of I'm scared of Ro- I'm scared of what's going on with Rose. I hope she's okay. Dang me too. Hope nothing happens. I yeah, I really hope nothing happens to her. Um, I I I. I don't know how long I can keep saying I forgot how early this thing happens because, like, we're not really early on in the comic anymore. We're, like, a quarter of the way through it. Yeah. 
but like I I'm never ready for these things to happen. I'm never ready for terrible things to start happening to the characters I like. Um I hope she's okay. <laughs> um the next couple pages are just wrapping up the exile stuff. So uh we see WV uh in the aftermath of his of his of his army being slaughtered. Um Don his uh his 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 what turns out to be John's bedsheet, which would ultimately become the dirty rags that we see him wearing uh when we meet him at first in the comic. Yeah. Feel pure poor WV. Um we see John Dream John uh take the ring off of Dream Jade's corpse, poor John. Um We've, we've, uh, he, he starts, John, John now being awake, uh, can also, can also see visions of the future, uh, in the clouds and Skya. Um, we see the, we see PM being wrapped up, uh, PM has murdered, uh, the hegemonic brute, um, good for her. Really badass. Yes, I, lo- I love PM. She's good. Um... She meets with Jack in the wreckage of all of everything to honor their deal. Uh, she gets the green package back, delivers it to John, and kind of angrily thrusts it upon him. Um, I, yeah, I I like PM a lot. Uh, and this this little sequence has a lot of emotion behind it. Yeah. Um, that I had, I didn't I didn't think we were gonna get with the exiles so much, but yeah. She, PM, PM being, she's just trying to do her job and she ended up being part of ruining everything. Yeah, like, the shot of her, like, walking away from John, where she's, like, bloodied and, like, really tired and angry looking, Mm -hmm. it really says a lot. It's good. Says a lot with few words. Yeah. Um, John opens up the, the green package. And at long last, we get a proper examination of what's inside. Uh, the first thing we see is a letter from... Is a whiplash-inducing letter. Oh, yeah. I, I was from... wondering how you would feel reading this. <laughs> a whiplash-inducing letter from Jade's mysterious pen pal, uh, who is, in fact, the character who will be introduced about... Um... 2,000 pages from now. More than two thousand. I want to say like twenty, like twenty five hundred, probably. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I don't remember when the four little word, four little word, uh, are introduced. Um, but or five letter word, <laughs> five letter word, four letter word. Uh, the not beta kids are introduced. Um, uh, and I want to. Uh, it's 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 obviously the beginning of Act Six, but yeah, it's. It's gonna be a fucking while before we ever hear from this character ever again, and I was not... I didn't think that, like, there would just be a wall of dialogue from yeah, them. Yeah, I, I forgot about this letter. Like, I well, I didn't, I didn't forget do. about it. I, I knew that, like, uh, this character helped with the package. I, I knew that there was a letter from this character in the package. But I forgot, like, how early John opened the package and, like, read it. Yeah. Because I... 
I thought that it like happened towards like the end of uh, Act Five, Act Two, but but I was <laughs> sorely mistaken. And not only not only is it just absolute whiplash for anybody who knows who has read like a a good more chunk of the comic after this, but also it's just a fucking it's like a fucking kick in the balls tonally, like it, it, it's it's it fucking says Gadzooks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like. John just John just got just pulled a ring off of one of his best friend's corpses. Yeah. And he's wearing a he's 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 reading a letter that's that that says weekend at Bernie's is friggin' hilarious. <laughs> um It's so good. Challenging him to fisticuffs. It's I mean it's good, but it's also like what the fuck? Yeah. Uh something it's I do want to say about moment. this character. Um I think that it's possible to get an idea of who this character is if you pay attention to like certain words used in the letter. It's it's very possible to get an idea of who it is. It's very difficult to get an idea of the context in which they will occur in the yeah, story later. Yeah. Uh it see like like when you read it and like you you if you if you manage to get an idea of who it is, uh you you'd probably jump to the the assumption of oh, time shenanigans. Yeah, but but it, <laughs> I mean, there's like the keywords you have like adventure, you have like, ad- it's just talking about adventure. Like that's your character yeah, keyword. Uh, adventure and like the way he talks, like yeah. It, it, anyway, very antiquated. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah. What? Wow. Um, and I like the ending of it where it says, "Um, you should listen to Jay. She believes in you." With uh, I, Again, the number the number of times this comic can just for free get away with making me making me feel warm and fuzzy because it reminds <laughs> me that the characters care about each other. How you can't get away with this. Um, I like the expression "Oh, kicking Christ in a dirty diaper." Yeah, it's, it's good. good. Um, and there's a second letter in the package that is from Jade. Um, this letter is a little bit heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. It would be a lot heartbreaking if, like, Jade wasn't still alive elsewhere. Yeah. But it is still a little bit heartbreaking, um, because in it, Jade, uh, describes Prospect, um, and expresses how much she can't wait for, for John to wake up and for them to experience Prospect together and to fly around and hang out. Yeah. Um... And I think another element of this that's kind of easy to forget is that, I mean, these characters are all internet friends, basically. Yeah. Uh, I I doubt that they've ever really. Uh, I doubt that Jade being in the in an island in the middle of the ocean has ever gotten the opportunity to meet John in real life, and it's it's both tragic that they never got to their dream selves never really got to frolic around together, but also that the first time that they ever like meet up physically that john is conscious it's that she's just died yeah like she was always capable of like flying over to his tower and like seeing him asleep and stuff but Mm -hmm. but the first that like like she was capable of seeing him she was capable of kind of interacting with him but he, he was asleep so jade always had an idea of john but john's first ever physical introduction to jade is her corpse fucked up it's 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 so it's so fucked up yeah (laughs) um yeah uh 
This is sad. And also the fact that, like, Jade was always capable of, like, seeing visions of the future through the clouds, but the fact that the clouds never showed her the, like, destruction of Prospect, mm-hmm. uh, it's really tragic. Yeah. Really bad. Skya, yeah. what are you doing? Just <laughs> wants to fuck it. Just wants to fuck with him. Um, John, John sheds a tear upon reading this letter. Um, yeah. Sad stuck. Sad stuck. It's real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it, it is a really emotionally, uh, heavy moment. Uh, this, this is, um, I, I don't know. I think that this kind of style of this, this little sequence with, with between the two acts where it's very, um, there's there's not really any dialogue, uh, and it's mostly illustrated through, like, images. I think this is a really good, like, effective... Yeah, agree. ...presentation for this letter. Um, yeah. Uh, John doesn't have much time to cry, though, because, uh, Jack Noir is threatening him for the ring. Um, in kind of an awkward, uh transition um just suddenly there's a cyber bunny just decked out yeah. with super high level weaponry um that 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 uh that jack is recognizes he 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 can't fuck with yeah um it's a it, it's a little bit it's 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 very awkward but the the idea here is that the, the bunny is what was in the box. The bunny is the super weapon. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the box is in the background, like tipped over and and empty. Mm-hmm. So it's it's able to like pick up on it, but yeah, it's it's very awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, this bunny's cool. I love this bunny. Uh, uh the the bunny is one of the th- like, the bunny is one of the things where um, it is an extremely recognizable and distinctive image. That I had absolutely no memory of until I saw it again. Yeah. Uh, uh which, which, it, it kind of runs in the theme of, like, I think that I remember a lot of things in this comic, then I realize as I read it, like, wow, I forgot everything. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing, the thing about this iteration of the bunny that, that I love is it's kind of like, uh, an epitome, well, yeah, the epitome of, like, the representation of like the friendship of the four kids because like in in this bunny there is like representation of like each of them and Mm -hmm. it 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 all kind of revolves around john really but yeah but they're all kind of present in this bunny that's a cool way to think about it and also like all of the weapons that the bunny wields are the four different types of weapons that the kids use so yeah i really like this bunny I really thought I hadn't really thought about that way. I guess that the yeah the bunny does get passed between all of them. That's that's neat. I like it. Jack Noir is seared off by the power of friendship, as he should. <laughs> um, we get another the another exile uh thing where um, Ar uh wraps himself up. Um, we see we see what transpired immediately before or. Where he uh he, he fled the temple upon the creation of Beck. Um he 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 finds the sleeping John, um 
and amongst amidst the reckoning beginning, uh, wraps him up onto the bro's hoverboard and sends him off to God knows where. <laughs> he looks like he's flying. He's like flying towards the sky, like direction of all the meteors. So I'm like, where where is he going? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> John. There, there's potential here for John to go through one of the portals and end up back on Earth. Um, in a very confusing time loop situation. Fucked up. Fucked up. <laughs> Hope that doesn't happen. Um, we see Jack Noir flees the battlefield uh, when faced with the bunny. Um, Grandpa's ship lands uh, on the battlefield. He picks up uh, Dream Jade's corpse, which is, like, tragic in itself. Yeah. Um... Drops off, uh, mom and dad. Um, I, why? What business do they have here? I don't know. They're, they're chilling. <laughs> Just nothing but vibes. I mean, they down can't. Here. They can't go back to Earth. I mean, they could. They could theoretically go back in time and cause it cause, cause more time weirdness. But uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mom is going back in time, uh, but only as a baby. Yeah. Not is this uh dad dad's not um so so yeah they're just they're, they're just kind of there um grandpa sheds a tear as uh as as he pilots away after having stuffed dream jade it's a it's a bit crazy how quickly he she, she he, he stuffed her it's, it's crazy he's got practice okay <laughs> little more than a little bit morbid yeah um for a character who we've just had so like a, a keystone of such em, such emotional uh weight in, in the past couple pages is now just stuffed um the white queen uh exiles herself um takes leave of her citizenry finds the the eggshell facility uh that was presumably cracked in half when bro sliced that meteor um repairs it uh through game knowing that that was always going to happen bullshit uh and finds herself where we last saw her uh with ar and wv and pm in the normal quote-unquote exile time yeah um and somehow WV has her ring and returns it to her. Uh, I forget what um Serenity is saying here. I think she's just saying she says, like, oh, "Oh my god!" It's it's just oh, oh my. my yeah. That's right. Um, I for some reason remember a lot more like Serenity dialogue than there is. I don't know if that's yet to come. It's yet to come. There, okay. there there's definitely more. Morse code translating. I remember a lot of pain in the ass Morse code translation yeah. that we haven't run into yet. Um, but yeah, uh, we have we have yet to see um, how 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 the ring makes its way from John to WV. Uh, it is the self same ring um, as as implied by the page transition from 1982 to 1983. Um, well, visual storytelling. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The the thing about the ring in the cloud is that it. Uh, all four orbs are lit up, which means that the the fourth prototyping was successful. Yes. 
which that's so, something to look forward to. Yeah, Jade's gonna make it in somehow, maybe, probably. Who knows? Nothing. No, no complications or no, no insane complications are going to occur there. Thank God. Um. But yeah, uh, John. John is now seeing, looking into the clouds and sky uh, to to uh, divine his future, as as prospect dreamers are wont to do. Um, and one of the things he sees is another cloud with the with with the, with a uh, jade's tower in it, with on the backdrop of the giant meteor with her bedroom exploded. Um, inside we see a dark laboratory unused for years. Uh, which we can presume is a, a grand, belonging to Grandpa, because inside there's a stuffed Hallie, a uh, stuffed Dream Jade, uh, some memorabilia, and the fourth wall stolen from Jack's office uh, years ago. And then I'll see does recap too, which I read and I didn't take any notes on because there's not really anything worth noting in there. Yeah. Uh... Um... There was one thing. Uh, oh, the tables have turned. Uh, th- there was one thing that I wanted to bring up. That it, it was also something. Uh, oh God, I should have marked the page because I knew I was going to talk about it at some point. Uh, we 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 talked about. Uh, it was it was during Jade's introduction, and it's when she's in the room with like all the pictures of blue ladies, and mm. there there was a specific word used that that like. It, it it said that like basically all the pictures of all the pictures of the ladies were like from like uh shop windows and they were like faded and and it's it said like like grandpa had apparently told her at some point that she would one day be like them or like join their ranks or something yes and uh that was foreshadowing for this because dream jade's corpse is now in front of this window the the fourth wall which is a window and that that's what he meant uh of her one day joining their ranks that yep that's what that meant i i'm i'm looking at the page oh, i'm trying to find the page now uh okay so what grandpa told jade is jade study hard and keep your rifle at the ready when adventure summons i know you will rise to the task and take your rightful place among the daughters of eclectica uh in in response to the uh, bleached, uh, beauty shop window, uh, women posters. Yes. Um. Which, I mean, there's some yeah. of them in the lab, too. Yeah. So she's also joined their ranks in that way, but... Yeah. But she's in Fitting front of a window. Out. That's it. That's... We've come full circle. Got him. But, yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, I, I I went through and I read this recap, um, but I didn't really... Because everything in it, it was so fresh, because I haven't lived that long since the last recap, there wasn't really anything in there that I thought was, uh, like, really worth writing down. Yeah, I, I went I went through it too, just because I mm-hmm. skipped out on the last one, and I, I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted to make sure that I dis- didn't miss out on any, like, elaborations, and he, did, he didn't really do any that weren't, like, flat out told, th- told to us. Like yeah. from what we already read, which I appreciate that the uh, the storytelling is a little bit like it's 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 less easy to um just miss something. Yeah, so like there were definitely things in the last one that were missable. Um, but yeah, that 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 wraps up everything in the comic before Act Five. 
yeah, that uh, that's that's Act Four. But can, at the same time, uh, this uh, th- this kind of divvying of of Homestuck didn't come up until uh, it was finished. But that's the f- ending of Part One of Homestuck. Uh, yeah, which, which that's a fairly new concept. But I understand. Like I went through and like looked at like where all the parts like start and end, and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, Acts one through four, part one of Homestuck. So, yeah, I I am a little bit in awe that we made it this far. We did it. Um, in truthfulness, we we've come uh, a long way from jokingly talking about the podcast in like 2018 to <laughs> to making it happen. We're here. We're reading Homestuck. Um, and we are about to get into probably the deepest territory of, I, I have a peripheral knowledge of this webcomic that was everywhere, uh, a couple years ago. Let let me tell you, I have been, I have been looking forward to the point where, when we record the first episode of Act, Act 5, where I can say to, to all, all of people who have been interested in listening to the podcast that they can now skip to the trolls. I've been waiting. (laughs) At at long last, I'm I'm really excited to um to get into Hivebent. Oh yeah, I know that Hivebent is a relatively small part of the entire story, um, in that it's like only a couple hundred pages, really. Like, uh, Act Five is split up into Act Five, Act One, and Act Five, Act Two. And to my memory, Act Five, Act One is Hivebent, right? Yes. Act Five, Act Two is and Act Five, Act Two is um when like. The kids come in again, and it it, it it ties it all together in a way more. Yeah, yeah, Perfect. yeah. Okay. Um, but we are about to get five hundred pages or so of nothing but steamy, steamy troll action. It's crazy. I okay. I just want to say now now that we've wrapped up X one through four. Yeah. How how crazy it is to me that people used to just skip straight to Act five. Yeah. Holy shit. Because we covered so much, so much happens, and <laughs> and I I wasn't around for it, but I remembered hearing people talk about like what happened when Act Five, Act Two started, and there was discourse over whether the story should focus on the trolls or focus on the humans. Right. And it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're finally here, so we can talk about the we can talk about the concept of skipping to the trolls. Um, so, uh, so, uh, as I'm sure literally anybody who has any interest in this comic enough to listen to our humble little podcast knows, the, the trolls are a, a pretty key recognizable element of Homestuck, right? Like, everybody, yeah. you do, you, you have the gray skin, you have the candy corn horns, and everybody groans, they look at you and you're like, oh, it's a cringe Homestuck. Yeah. Um, the trolls, the... <laughs> They, it was always this way. The trolls fucking took the internet by storm when they were introduced. It was, it was madness. Um, Homestuck was pretty popular back in its heyday, but Act 5, it just fucking blew up. Like, the, this was, I guess, when the art started to get more, um, like, uh, a lot more, uh, fleshed out. Um, their less little sprite mode was going on. Um, the, the, the character designs are, like, unique, and people would, like, recognize them and be like, hey, what's that? What's that little thing? Every, like, everybody and their mother had, like, some kind of Homestuck icon on something. Yeah. 
Um, and people who were interested in the comic uh, would be they would see somebody's like uh, Gamzee icon. And they'd be like, "Hey, what is that? I want to interested in that." And they're like, "Oh, it's Homestuck." Um, and they would link to the site, and there would be two. There would they would start out with Act One, um, which anybody who was interested in getting to the trolls found fucking boring. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like we probably talked about this in the first two episodes, uh, but it, it makes more sense now looking back to say that Act 1 is really small scale. Yeah. Um, and anybody, any, anybody who was interested in the grand scale of the comic, it, it turns off people. And so it became a pretty common thing for people just to skip to Act 5, Act 1 once it started, because Act 5, Act 1 is very self-contained. Um, and so you had this phenomenon of people skipping to the trolls, and then the inevitable fallout and confusion when it turns out that the trolls are actually a part of a much larger story, and they're not the only thing in the comic. Yeah, when 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 you skip to the trolls, and then all of a sudden the rug's pulled out from under you, and it's revealed that what you've been reading was a prequel to, like, everything that you skipped, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're, like, four acts behind on the story, actually, and everything you read was kind of kind of irrelevant and just kind of backstory on these characters who were just teased it's right man couldn't be me <laughs> yeah I, I i as a kid i definitely rushed through the first four acts oh yeah me too um i remember having a very tenuous grasp on much of the lore because i not necessarily skipped through but i kind of glazed over a lot of dialogue that didn't involve the funny characters yeah. um and uh <laughs> this is kind of a funny thing this is one of my greatest points of shame um with regards to this comic so it's when i was initially reading this i was on like my my school laptop um that that <laughs> That uh, only had Internet Explorer installed. It was admin locked, so we couldn't install anything else. Internet Explorer was such a giant piece of shit <laughs> that there were periods where it would be on updates where the pester logs just wouldn't open. And so when I was a kid reading this, I got to Act 5, and through chunks of Act 5 even, where there were pester logs that I didn't read because I literally couldn't. That's... That's... that. That's a lot. That's... <laughs> yeah. Man. Um... Yeah, uh, the, the, it, uh, so part of the reason that my consumption of this comic is, like, a lot of my memory of it, like, before Act 5, um, and through, like, especially Act 5, Act 2, um, is so spotty. It's not only, it's because I lacked a lot of context for things, um, because I just, I just like, couldn't read it. Um, yeah. And I, I, I will, I will, I will be the first to admit that, uh, a big part of my fandom back in the day when I was really young was just being into it because it was, like, a cool thing to be into, and I liked the funny troll characters. Yeah. Um, there you go. Uh, I'm a, I'm a fraud. I'm a sham. <laughs> that's just how, that's how it was back in the days. Sometimes, sometimes it was like that. Um, yeah, but we are, we are now on the troll's doorstep. Um. <sighs> Man. I don't even I don't even know what else to say. I this we it's crazy to me that like we've been doing this for like what like four months now? Uh something like that. It yeah, is now the beginning yeah. of July and we started in the beginning of we started a little bit before the beginning of April because we recorded those early episodes, so like yeah. four and a half months probably. Crazy. Um, bless you. Yeah, uh, let's edit that out. <laughs> edit out that book, <laughs> please. I forgot what um, I was doing. <laughs> 
but no, yeah, we're we're finally here. Um, I don't. I I I, I prepared a little bit a little exercise. Uh, going in going into Act Five. I was gonna um, say we we might as well get to it. Yeah, so uh, because because such a big part of the of fandom back the, of the fandom back in the day was like the trolls and like what you thought about your trolls and like what your favorite troll was and like what troll was your sign that you were obligated to like and stuff like that. Um, I, I it was my my I had the idea where where my co-host and I uh, create a tier list of our favorite trolls before going into Act Five. We discuss it and then after we come out of Act Five or I guess out of Hive Bent. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we remake the tier list to see how our opinions have changed. So I'm going to propose that we, that, uh, we, 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 we go through it tier by tier and, and, uh, discuss, discuss our ideas. Um, we may be okay. this, entering the spoiler zone here. Uh, so if you are a first time reader, um, I would maybe advise, uh, skipping this and coming back to it after we finish Hive Bent. Uh, but, uh. John, why don't you, okay. why don't you take okay. it away? Well, first and, of all, I, 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 who's in your S tier? Wait, hold on. Uh, oh, okay, if, okay, if, okay. If, if if you're a new reader, uh, next week, I mean, I mean, if you're if okay, if you're listening to this, next week we're reading up to page uh twenty one hundred. So, it you you could there you go. There's 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 what you need to know. You can you can skip this part if you don't want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> so that's a little earlier than I thought you were gonna cut it off. Um, but uh, but but that works. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm giving us some slack, okay? Yeah, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. Uh, uh, we're we're going to have plenty to discuss. Okay. Um, Alright, so why, who's in your S tier? Okay, my S tier. Okay, when, when I read these out of the tiers, they are, like, in order. Like, uh, Alex Alex wanted, like, a, a, just a 1 through 12 list, and, and I pointed out that, like, we could order them within the tiers of, like, how they mm-hmm. would be 1 through 12. Uh, So, my S tier uh, consists of three trolls and in order they are Vriska. wow unsurprising wow, wow. who who could have who could have predicted that um then i have terezi and then i have aradia okay uh do you want to do you want to comment on any of these um i think okay Co- controversial take absolutely nuclear mm-hmm. take Vriska is the most well-written character in all of fiction. I don't care what anyone else has to say. Whoa. That is Whoa. my take. I, I, I really don't care about anyone else's opinion. You can... That's it. She's the most well-written character ever. We got we got a big Vriska fan in the house. Um... um. I, I, I believe Terezi is also well-written. Uh... Mm-hmm. But she's, she's also, like, really funny and just really yes. fun to read really fun character in general uh and aradia everything about her arc is like really good uh how she starts out as uh, we first see her as a ghost and mm-hmm. how how we see her her like stages where she's like uh, a sprite and then she's a robot and then she's like happy uh i've seen a lot of theories <laughs> about like how her arc is like mirroring like coping with depression and mm-hmm. and stuff and it's just really good. I think she's also a well-written character. Yeah. I would agree. Um yeah, I, I okay. So my my S tier um transitioning beautifully out of that. So in my S tier, I have in in order again. 
um, Aradia slash Aradia. I still have not eight nine eight nine ten years later. I still cannot settle on how I pronounce that. Um, Aradia is my number one. Uh, I started out just kind of like feeling obligated to like her because I too am an Aries. Um, and that was kind of how it was back in the day. It was like, oh, you have your patron troll. You're associated with them in the fandom, or like you can you can choose to advertise that. And it's like kind of neat. Um, but I think you, I think that you said it pretty much. Um, I really, really enjoy her kind of, her arc of, like, starting out as a ghost and, like, going through all the stages and, like, the part where, like, when she eventually, uh, becomes alive again and is, like, just happy, uh, is, I, I, I just really love it. I, it's very heartwarming to me. Yeah. Um, I just really enjoy her character. Her, her dialogue's really good. Um. She's one of my favorite. She's she's my favorite troll. Um, I I have a lot of love for Aradia. Um, on my the other two characters, my the other two trolls in my S tier are second is Carcat. Okay. Um, I think that this is a pretty this is th- this was probably a super standard take uh in twenty twelve, but um I do really like Carcat. Um, I f- find him very enjoyable to read. Um. And I, I, I kind of just like how he's the troll protagonist, and I kind of, I, I just like his role and his sort of attitude. And uh, I like it when, if you look past the characters' typing work a little bit, then they're the the, the way that they, like their vocabulary and the way that they present themselves is maybe uh, not quite how they really are. And I think Karkat's a really good example of that. Um, and my third favorite, uh, in the S tier is Kanaya. Um, Kanaya, uh, I, everybody knows I, I love Rose. Um, I really enjoy the, the, the really sassy, sarcastic characters. Kanaya is, essentially becomes that. Um, I, I, I love her dialogue. Um, I was a really big Rose, Rosemary fan back in the day. Um, before I, like, really understood, well, like, I'm not saying it's, like, a bad pairing, but, like, I, I, maybe I didn't have the entire context, or it wasn't really cognizant of the entire context of, like, these characters, especially Rose's alcoholism later on, uh, when, like, it starts to become more of a thing in the comic. I said spoilers, guys. Um, but, yeah, I just like reading, I, I like Kanaya, she's really entertaining. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's my S tier. Those are my top three, in order. Okay. Uh, what's, what's your A tier? Okay. Uh, my A tier also consists of three trolls. Uh, mm-hmm. Number number four is going to be good old Nepeta. Uh, okay. Dear, dear sweet Nepeta, uh, <laughs> I I love her a lot. Uh, there's just an innocence about her that she's really cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, she reminds me of back back when I was just this this innocent little role player. <laughs> and I miss those days. Uh, that's about it. She also, she also, uh, she, she, she plays into, like, one of my favorite Homestuck characters in, in late Act 6, and I won't mm-hmm. talk about that because you haven't, you don't know, you don't know about that. I've, I mean, you probably uh, know about that. I know a little bit about that. But, but I won't talk about it, because since it's, like, literally in the last, like, 200 pages of Homestuck. Mm-hmm. Um... Number five is Solix. I okay. I I really love Solix. Um, 
funny funny hacker boy uh <laughs> funny funny programmer troll big fan uh mm-hmm. i'm i'm also like i don't i i, I don't want to word this badly but but like <laughs> i i'm 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 half like a solix kenny just half <laughs> just just like a just a smidge uh, appropriate uh every time i've taken like those like in-depth fan-made uh class spec tests i've gotten mm-hmm. mage of doom which is solix's class spec yeah i can't i can't escape him he I, I, I whenever i made like fan trolls back in the day they tended to be like mustard bloods so like mm-hmm. solix kinney uh and then uh number number six is kanaya i i think you summed up kanaya well i just don't think she's s tier for me mm-hmm. that's fair but she's good yeah i yeah i i just a reminder that i haven't re- i haven't read hive bent in a hot minute yeah so john's opinions are probably a bit more informed than mine are um but we could we could still fight about it um so my a tier consists of of two trolls uh, who are who were notably absent from my S tier. Um, I kind of thought about the the ranking in in terms of like the spectrum of like how much I like them. Yeah. Um. So my A tier are the are the trolls I really really like. Uh. But that aren't I would not put in like my my top tier. But I'm open. I'm 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 open minded. So my two my my first one uh in order um is Terezi. Um. I think you said it. Terezi's really funny. Um. I I don't really remember a lot about her character per se um but i've i remember i've always found her very entertaining um she has a really cool aesthetic as well uh like some of her visual stuff in the comic is like just the the dopest shit um like her land uh like the the like uh, like like She's she's used as a clever like really cleverly I think in terms of writing like a a visual textual piece of work in what in what gets done with uh with her I don't know I think she's cool um and I know but I also know that she is very beloved otherwise yes uh, and I, I I'm I I'm definitely looking forward to kind of reading more into a character fifth and my second my my second and last troll in the a tier is is Vriska. let's go let's go um, <laughs> uh i am i'm not the world's hugest Vriska stan um probably because i don't really remember a ton but i know that one Vriska is really cool um she's also one of pro- probably one of the coolest just characters like designs in this comic uh i love the asymmetrical horns i love like the the eye with the, all the pupils in it um, and I love, like, ha- like all of the visual changes her character goes through in the comic. Um, it's one of my favorite things. I guess another thing I like about Aradia is, like, the, just the number of different visual representations of her. Yeah. And how that kind of ties into, like, yeah, like, the way she's portrayed changes up. And I like that a lot. And same with Vriska. Yeah. Um, Vriska is also a really, really entertaining character to read. Um, I, I confess, again, that Vriska is not a character who I remember a ton about about necessarily but i remember i really like her dialogue um she has a huge role to play uh yes and stars in a lot of things um and and the way that like her character kind of starts out as a very dislikable villain um and then is redeemed in a way 
Yeah. Which I not everybody I know that the Vris course is still going years later. <laughs> you um, bet it is. <laughs> yeah. The the Vris course is like uh the Vriska disc the Vris course is like um I think of it in the same way I think of that coal fire that's been raging underneath Pennsylvania for like <laughs> fifty years. That's gonna keep going for like another like it it it's it's the same thing. It's never gonna die out. Yeah. Uh, and you think like there's no way this only could be that much of a flaming disaster for that long, but you'd be wrong. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, I like Vriska. Uh, just to go back on my thoughts on Vriska. Well, not really my thoughts on Vriska, but uh, has the there was there was something from Hussey's form spring, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, where somebody asked him about Vriska and like his thoughts on Vriskors and everything, and how recent was this? Huh. How recent? I'm I'm curious how recent this. Like when when was this asked? Uh, I want to say like. 2011 2012 okay because that was like okay form spring yeah that makes sense yeah all right c- continue uh uh hussey hussey was asked what he thought about Vriskors, and he said that he wrote vriska specifically to cause controversy it worked it worked and he did a um, great job at it Vriska's a very um complex character yes uh from <laughs> Vriska is the kind like I it, it makes more sense now to think of it in terms of like if you want to design a character to break the brains of people who have to read an explicit white black and white morality uh out of their out of their protagonists in their in their media f- fucking that's exactly what she is. Yes. Um yeah. Um Okay, so those though that's that that's my S and A tiers. Um, so once I got down to the B tier in my list, B kind of became where it got to be more neutral on the characters. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you, uh, take, take away your B tier. Um, for me, B tier, uh, I'm less neutral, like, I, I reserved C tier for, like, the characters that I'm, like, completely neutral about. Uh, B tier mm-hmm. is still characters that I like. Uh, there's only one, okay. there's only one character in B tier, and that's Carcat. Uh, I like Carcat. Um, I think, I do think he's a good character. I, mm-hmm. I do like a lot of the things that he does in the comic. I do think he's fun to read, but it's just like, in, in my eyes, in the grand scheme of things, he's just not SNA tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, oh, right. We already said spoilers. Uh, like, uh, Dave cat. I think Dave cat's a great ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it works really well. It It's just like, Carcat. I can't. I can't. I can't bring myself to like Carcat as much as other people do, and I don't know why. I mean, that's fair. Um, yeah. So, so, so your enti- your your entire B tier is just Carcat. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah. So yeah. I mean. I mean. I understand it. Um. And I. I definitely kind of. I. I can. I can extra. I can definitely see it. Uh. In that, like it. It. Um. I, I think that Carcat and Vriska kind of compete for, like, the same space, uh, in some ways, in that, like, they're, I, I, I don't know what I'm saying, um, but, like, I, Carcat might kind of get overshadowed a little bit by other characters. Yeah. Um, in this, in, in, in Home, in, of the other trolls, uh, just because, like, he's just kind of, Carcat is, is kind of like the anchor of the, of the, of the whole troll thing of, of hive bent yeah 
he's very much the perspective character, and I guess that's part of what I like about him is he's very grounded. But I guess that a lot of like, it also means that like there's not as much exciting stuff about him. I don't know. Um, my B tier, uh, is again like characters who I I I'm like pretty much neutral on. Um, I I have no real strong feelings one way or the other. Uh, they but they do not make me angry every time I see them. Um. So my B tier, uh, to start out with is. The first one is Solix. Um, Solix is funny, I guess. Um, he's got kind of a cool aesthetic. Uh, but I, I'm I'm I I don't I have never like historically been that uh into him. Uh, maybe this will change, but I don't really have much to say about him. Um, and probably the same for the other two in this tier. The first one being uh Fafari. Um, I have absolutely Fafari is like as neutral as I can possibly get. I have absolutely no attitudes towards Fafari. Um, and my third character in here is Nepeta, uh, who, again, I have, like, kind of, I, I don't really have very many strong feelings about uh, Nepeta, if any. Um, she's just kind of always been there. I used to really dislike Nepeta, um, then I realized that was stupid. Yeah. I didn't have any reason to do that. Um, and now I'm just kind of like, she is, she is, she is funny. And I, I appreciate her being there. Yeah. And being, like, one of the most insanely popular characters that that, that led to people skipping to the trolls. It's good. God God bless God bless her soul. Um, Alright, we're getting into the dislike territory, and there's not that many left, so why don't, why don't you take away your C tier? Okay. Like I said, for my C tier, this is the, these, are the, the, these are the ones that I feel, like, completely neutral about. And okay, there's only okay. one troll in this tier, and that is Fafari. <laughs> uh, I feel bad. Uh, I feel like Fafari had a lot of potential in the comic. Uh, I've heard that before. Uh, she was she she was a character who was explicitly in a place of power, and disagreed with like everything that was going with going on in Alternia, and which is cool. Which is cool. Like I I like that perspective, but just nothing happened with it, and uh. Then when when I feel like her character is just cursed because like Pester Qu- oh, Pe- yeah. Pester Quest rolled around and you you know all, all the characters that were covered were the four the four kids and then the twelve trolls and then four other characters. Wait no we said spoilers mm. the alpha kids. Um, right. And the 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 time for Fafari rolled around and while her 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 volume was good her volume was like. 90% not focused on her. Unfortunate. It, it was so unfortunate. It, it was fo- focused on, like, a cosmic level thing going on in the universe. <laughs> and I just feel like Fafari is, like, doomed to never have, like, good development ever. Yeah, I know that she has, like, tragically... Li- she plays a tragically small role after Act 5, like, almost nil yeah basically like, like she even showed up in the epilogues like she had a speaking role in the epilogues and she still did nothing mm-hmm. it, it's crazy it's really unfortunate yeah so so we are now out of the neutral territory and we are now we are now into uh don't like these ones um don't like these guys because they're all guys left for me um i think you i think you got all the girls out of the way too right? yeah yeah, okay, so we hate these guys. So, my C tier, which is 
My C tier to me is um I dislike these characters as people, but I find them kind of funny when they are around, but also I hate them. Um my first one, the one I like I, I like vaguely more, is Aridan. Um Aridan Aridan's a douchebag and I cannot fucking stand him, but also he has the potential to be really funny sometimes. Yeah. Um, and there, there are definitely moments where, uh, him, exi- him being around makes, makes the moment funnier. And I, I appreciate him for that. Yeah. Um, but he's a cunt and I hate him. Yeah. Um, my second character in C tier, uh, following up Aridem is Equius. Um, Equius is a, a bit of a, I know a lot of people, uh, have 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 come around on him a little bit more, uh. But he's a creep, uh. He's a weirdo, um. And I I don't like the proximity that he has to Nepeta. Yeah. Um, she's too good to be hanging out with him. He's, I I don't like him. I I have a very um specific dislike of people who don't who like are incapable of um keeping it in their pants. In in when the social situation demands it, which is most of the time. Yeah. Um. It's why it's why being on Twitter makes me makes me want to kill myself because <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, all of the things that I dislike about people is just what everything that people do on Twitter, and it just I don't know why I keep using it. Um. But yeah, Equi he 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 makes the scene better sometimes. Um. And he does have some good interactions, but like overall, he just kind of em- he embodies a trait of person that I dislike in the real world. So I, I put him in C tier, because uh, I would probably rather him be in the comic, but like I don't like him. Yeah. All right. Uh, why, why don't you why don't you start us off on D tier? All right. Uh, my D tier starts off with Equius. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost put him in C tier because because I am pretty neutral about him. But it's just the horniness factor. He, 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 all the sweating, and the like, the innuendos, and yeah, it, like, I, I, I've, I've been in Homestuck media like long enough to like recognize why his friendship with uh Nepeta works and why it's good, and and I, I, I can like look away from the creepiness of that because like there are people who are like here's why that's an abusive relationship or whatever i don't yeah i don't think it's that yeah uh but i don't know it's just the the horny levels it's like it's scary it's very uncomfortable um and it's like it's like made more uncomfortable remembering like being like a 13 year old didn't who like didn't know social norms as well i don't know if you ever had that experience but yeah yeah uh, it, it sucks. Yeah. So that's that's all my thoughts on Equius. I'm neutral, but I don't like how horny he is. Uh-huh. Um, next we have Tavros. Um, if 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 it were possible for a tier to exist between D and F, Tavros would be in it. <laughs> uh, I don't like Tavros. I'm sympathetic to him sometimes, like we spoke about earlier, but I don't know. Tavros has never done anything that I like. He's just kind mm-hmm. of existed, and he's always like annoying. He, mm-hmm. when I think of him, I think of this kid who like would never leave me alone 
in high school, and yeah, it it's bad. Yeah. Um, I think I think that uh we ordered the end of our lists the same way because um, <laughs> my my D tier is Tavros. Uh, I it, we rip we've ripped on him enough. Um, to kind of get the point across, I think he's just annoying. Um, it, you feel bad for him sometimes because because of his disability and like that sucks. But also, he's just not a he's just kind of a whiny, annoying dude. Yeah, doesn't really do a lot. Yeah, to redeem himself. Um, is a little bit of a creep sometimes. Uh, yeah, not really a lot to say about him. Um, so. Okay, well, hold on. There's still one other character in F tier. Uh, and that would be Aridin. Um, I, uh, I almost put Aridin a little bit higher. I almost put mm-hmm. him in D tier. But I'm a little bit persuaded by, uh, Pester Quest. Uh, which is. He had a gender arc in Pester Quest, which that's fine. Everyone deserves a gender arc. Um. <laughs> But but like ah yes March Aridan. <laughs> uh, um, when when his Pester Quest volume was dropped, somebody had the take that was like, Aridan is literally a racist femboy, and are they wrong? They're not wrong, and I can't get it out of my head, and like that's why I, I I'm keeping him in F tier, because that's where the racist femboys belong. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I just I. I... I find him entertaining as a character, so I put him a yeah, little bit high. He is entertaining, but it's like, I don't know. I get weird vibes from him, like, at all times. Oh, for sure. Like, his his whole deal with Feferi, is, it's bad. Uh, he's a he's a racist femboy incel Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why for he sure. sucks. Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> uh, and then we get to the worst character. Well, not the worst character. Well, hmm. Worst troll. I'll have to think if he's the worst character. He might be the worst character. He very well may be. Um, Gamzee. Uh, God, do I hate Gamzee. Uh, the, the, ta- <laughs> the take that, like, okay, I, I'm an adult. I'm capable of critical thought. I can understand, uh-huh. like, drug misuse and, like, how that would affect Gamzee as a character. But but the notion that you like erase everything that he's done and like portray him as this this soft boy who who who's who's just a little corny and like oh here's why you should like Gamzy <laughs> That was a scary sound. Good. That's how I feel. <laughs> um yeah, there have been so many takes on Gamzy that are just bad and also like wrong. I'm all for like uh, Hussey like handing off his work to the fans and like them being able to do what they want with it. But when when Hussey says that like he wrote Gamzy as like Gamzy is putting on the whole like oh I'm I'm traumatized drug misuser as an act because he's like scared of Riska. When he says that it's all an act and Gamzy's actually like the worst person in existence, I I kind of take his word for it and not like fandom takes. Cause like, I don't know if you remember. Do you do you remember like the the stuff on the meteor between him and Terezi? Um, not really. No. Uh, they're they okay. Gamesy just is flat out like an abuser to Terezi for like a very long time. I don't doubt it. And it's bad. 
Like, it's insanely bad. And I do not, I cannot wrap my my head around people who are like, oh no, it's fine actually. It, I mean, he's a little bit more than abusive to a number of characters at, at, yeah. uh, at one point on the meteor. Yeah, but I, uh, like, I, I would I would say Terezi has it worse. Uh, it, he's insanely bad to Terezi. And mm-hmm. it sucks. And I hate him. I he, he does more stuff in the epilogues, but I, I I would rather you experience what he does in the epilogues, like mm-hmm. when you actually read them, because uh, right. the epilogues are good when you just take them all as is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Gamesy bad. Gamesy really bad. Uh, you said it. My F tier is only Gamsy. Um, he's he sucks. Uh, he. He gets bonus points um, of shittiness. Like, he, he gets bonus points docked because he was such, like, a fucking fandom whoopee character. Um, brave, wonderful listeners. Uh, if you were there in the trenches in the posting wars with me back in the day when people were desperate to make Gamzy into, like, a so- into a tragic soft boy, um... It, I salute you. Um, it it sucked. It always has sucked. It always will suck. Um, I fucking hate Gamzy. Um, I think that if you if you ever if you know what four chords is, you deserve <laughs> you deserve government stimulus. Um, yeah, I fucking hate Gamzy. <laughs> Man, now I'm just thinking about how much I hate Gamzy. <laughs> Gams, we we have we are, we 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 are on the brink of switching from we're, okay. We're gonna be a Tavros hate pod for another while, uh, <laughs> but we're bringing in Gamsy to the we're, it, we're we're gonna be primarily a Gamsy hate pod after we're done with Tavros. Also, I just uh, I, I I just want to say there there there's like a common misconception by like a lot of people that are like oh you just hate Gamsy because he's a juggalo. No, the juggalos are cool. Still a good part. They're so cool. Um. <laughs> Juggalos are based, actually. Um, I respect just listening to whatever shitty music you want, doing whatever you want, not caring about whatever people think of you. It's cool. Yeah. Gamzy is not cool. Gamzy is the opposite cool. of cool. Gamzy would Gamzy would be worse if he were not a juggalo. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so, so there, there's, there's our thoughts collectively on the the upcoming cast of Hivebent, I guess. Um, do you want to, you want to screenshot these and save them and then maybe post them on the Twitter once this episode goes up? Uh, yeah. Uh, we, we, we could probably, like, be like, hey guys, here's our takes, listen to the episode to find out our full explanations. Oh, I like that. Good marketing. Um. (laughs) Um, okay, so, so, we already, um... You already said the reading, right? And that was to page twenty one hundred. Yeah, twenty one hundred. Uh. So we got a we got a relatively light load. We got one hundred and twelve pages this week. All right. Yeah. That's, pre- that's pretty nice. Pretty easy. There's a lot of character introductions, and I know how we are with character character introductions. Oh, oh, we're gonna. I I'm so excited to go into Act Five because I like it's gonna be nice to have like a little breath of fresh air again and be able to do the Act One thing. Yeah. Uh. I'm so excited to just do character introductions and like overanalyze uh pastor logs. Yeah, the 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 Hivebent character introductions are like way more rapid because like mm-hmm. I think five got... five characters get their introductions in that 111 page span. 
Oh yeah, they got to fucking bang through twelve of them. Yeah. As opposed to uh, previously when they did four character introductions over th- three acts. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, so I I guess we should just take it to the close of this point. Yeah. Um, I feel like we've run on long enough. So um, I I I I Maiden. I'm John. Uh, you. Wonderful listener have been listening to a Homestuck podcast. Um and congratulations, you have made it through Acts one through four. Uh let's fucking go. Let's go. Um I wanna give a big shout out to you, the listeners. Um and I wanna give uh, another big shout out to our editor Alex, um, who just does all the work for us around here. Um th- thank you for listening, everybody. Sincerely, it, it means a lot that uh we've managed to make it this far, and that there are no no matter how few people there are listening with us, uh that somebody is listening and enjoying what we're doing. It means it really mean, does mean a lot. Yeah, it's great. Um, this is this is this is the listeners and you moment in the credits. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. See you next week, everybody. See ya. Bye.